0: You are listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast, bringing you all the information you need for your short-term rental to stand out from the crowd. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. As an owner and manager myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the hospitality industry. I'm here to help, so you too can have direct booking success. Welcome to another episode of the Direct Booking Success Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyles, and today I have a very exciting episode for you because I am joined by not one, but two people, the co-founders of the 100 Collection, Travis Wilburn and Rebecca Lombardo. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thank
1: you. Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, thank you. Great to see you. Let's start
2: by introducing yourselves, if you don't mind, telling us maybe a bit about you. Can, maybe we'll start with you, Rebecca. Yeah, sure. Thanks. My name is Rebecca Lombardo, and I have about a 20-year history of journalism, writing, and marketing, and branding all rolled into one. And this is probably my fourth year in the hospitality space in the vacation rental industry. Great. I'm glad to have you
0: here. And Travis, if anybody doesn't know you, Maybe you could tell us a bit about yourself. Sure.
1: I, I'm in Charlottesville, Virginia, the home of the University of Virginia Our and wine country. And I started up a professional vacation war group back in 2011. Quickly realized yeah. that it was going to be a common and expensive game to play on the listing sites at the time. And then I, so I built an event venue as a parking machine. And then I decided to build a wine tour company. And then I built the DMO. And, couple of other things. The next thing I know, I have a tourism hospitality group and I'm out there capturing every tourist I possibly can. Right. In short.
0: Yeah, no, it sounds good. You're on your way to total domination there, I think. So the hundred collection, okay. This is your idea, isn't it, Travis?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, this is definitely our idea by all means, but, you know, it was born out of frustration just with OTAs. And their dominance and realizing that, you know, hey, you know, five stars doesn't really mean much anymore. And it really is tough to find a great property. I've been a victim to that myself, you know, using other sites and reading reviews and like we've got to create a better system. And so luckily enough, I was able to find Rebecca Lombardo to help me go do that.
0: That's great. And Rebecca, when you met Travis, how did you come into this hospitality world and meeting Travis and coming up with this
2: idea. How did that all come about? Sure. So I had actually been the chief marketing officer for a vacation rental company that did photography for tours. And I'd also worked with another company that helped with owner acquisition. And I, I knew I was headed for something bigger and better next. And someone said, oh, you've got to meet Travis. Like you've got to talk to Travis before you do anything else. Make sure you, you talk to Travis. And then someone else said, Hey, did you see this posting? trap? this guy, Travis is looking. I don't know him, but this position sounds perfect for you. It's co-founder. So two or three different people were like, you've got to connect with, with this opportunity. And then on the flip side, I think Travis had had a run in with two or three people saying, Oh, you've got to meet Rebecca. And so it was fate. Yeah. And that's it what it sounds, sounds like here. To- yeah. Yeah. So we had a quick phone call. I'm, cause I'm in the Washington DC area. And then after that quick phone call, I drove down to Charlottesville, which is only about two and a half hours from me. And I, I think like a couple of drinks later, dinner, <laughs> hanging out. It was like, yeah, this, the, the energy, like what, what's going on here? Like my frustrations and what I was doing with vacation rental management companies before this just hit the nail on the head for me with that. And I wanted to leverage all of my experience working with Fortune 100 companies you know, on their branding and their marketing. Like, if I could just take all, everything I've learned and help all of these companies at once, I would love that.
1: So that is mostly entirely true, but the cherry on top, <laughs> Jen, is the fact that when Rebecca did come down to interview, we kept on, you know, it, it went quite well. And I think, as I've mentioned to you before, I mean, we were looking for over nine months. I say by we, I mean, me. But at the the last minute, we went and had one more drink at a local bar on our downtown mall, which is like the equivalent to Ocean Properties. And a famous musician named Dave Matthews walked out and came over and said hi, along with his manager. And he was just casually talking to all of us. And of course, we live in a small town where everybody knows each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm the one that closed the deal or yeah. if it was Dave Matthews sitting there just having a casual conversation. That actually closed the deal, but you know I I, I, I think she was intrigued at that point
0: <laughs> it sounds like it, yeah, I guess it wouldn't it doesn't help or it didn't hurt I mean the having Dave Matthews come along yeah well, I oh, can tell you. from talking to you guys it's a good partnership,
1: so oh, yeah,
0: right so let's get into the one hundred collection. maybe Rebecca, you can tell us a bit about the name and and, and, and maybe the, how it
2: sort of set up, how you guys have done this. Sure, so the 100 collection name is intended to connotate limited edition, right? Like this is not something that is all over the place. This is curated, hand-selected. Um, that's the intention behind the 100 collection. It does not literally mean 100 vacation rental managers or 100 properties. It is 100% satisfaction with your experience, 100% on your, on your score <laughs> for being yeah. a great rental company. That, that is what the 100 actually means. It's perfection. So mm. so that's the connotation behind that. And then what it does is basically say, okay, we're going to go around and we're going to vet these vacation rental companies, their managers, and, and a select few of these properties, and we're going to put them into the collection. So it's, it's, a, it's getting more and more challenging to find locally owned and operated vacation rental companies, especially in the U.S. Mm-hmm. because of everything that's happened over the last few years. And we want to capture kind of a bucket list, you know, a selection of experiences and put those together in this collection. So that's hopefully what everybody understands after, after hearing about us and seeing our website.
0: Yeah. And I think what you've said to me before is it's kind of the Michelin star. That's what you wanting to create the Michelin star for vacation rentals.
2: Yeah. And I'll let Travis explain that because that, that's his jam.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I, you know, the, the question I ask everybody is, have you ever eaten in a Michelin star restaurant? And a lot of them say, yeah. And I say, great. What's the name? And it takes them a second to pause. And you will remember the mission star, but you might not remember that restaurant. And Absolutely. at least in the U.S., we have over 17,000 vacation rental brands and there's a lot of great brands. But I mean, some of them are beach this and beach that and see this and see that. And, you know, snow, you know, it's like it gets pretty confusing, even for myself that gets to work with all these different groups. And I'm like, I can't imagine. A so. Our entire goal is to build a brand that, when you're having a great experience with one of our partners out there, the, the globe, you can go find another partner that you can trust. You know, it's a hard thing to be able to trust and be able to spend money with a group that you have no idea who they are. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, we're hoping that we can help alleviate that. And so, you know, I ask this question all the time, and I'm like you know, if you're having a great time here in Charlottesville, Virginia with me, how do you find that same experience in Jackson Hole or Telluride or Bobbo? Yeah. You know, the, we're going to take the path of least resistance. And so I do think there are some better answers. and I hope we're one piece of that better answer. And so we're definitely the Michelin star, but as, you know, Rebecca mentioned, we're also, you know, I've often referenced James Beard. The Michelin star follows a restaurant, James Beard follows a chef. And so before we even look at the restaurant, we really look at the people and who they are and how they're respected in their community. Mainly born out of you know one reason, which I'm sure you know you can speak to, but regulation. And so, we're hoping by pointing out these awesome people that are part of their communities, which we're checking into, that when they do have to deal with regulations, that they'll have a seat at the table, and that seat will look different than just anybody any other seat, if you will.
0: Yeah. So it's almost like you're setting up an alliance with these other brands under almost an umbrella, isn't it, of the 100 collection. And in that collection, you've got these local people with their local properties, their local knowledge. Is that sort of how you've set it up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'll, I'll put it in a different way. I think mm-hmm. the, there's an old farm axiom that says the the, the best seed is the owner's footsteps. And you are never going to replace me in this community trying to best represent the owners, the local coffee shops, the local restaurants. There's nothing in this town. There's no, you know, hidden restaurant or speakeasy that I'm not aware of. And it's like, I'll gladly point you in the direction to all these great places that will make your experience truly unique. And most importantly, I care. And so, yeah, local alliance, I think, uh, you know, Rebecca and a couple others like referred to it as the club. It's definitely a fun club of people that have been doing this from anywhere at this point, from three years to 50 years, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy to me. So, I mean, there's a lot of experience within the club, if you will.
0: Yeah, that's great. And it's it's U.S. only at the moment. Is that correct? Um, we're about
1: to head to our neighbor's south and north. Oh, so, okay. yeah, we've got some Mexico properties coming on which we're building to. And then we'll follow that with some Canada and then we'll follow that with some Caribbean. And then we'll follow that with our friends on the other side of the ocean.
0: There you go. So you've got, you've got a plan of attack to take over the world. That's great to hear. So I'm curious about the setup. So it's, it's a collection, it's a club. Is, is it, can people book through your website or are they, or is it like a portal through to the specific properties website?
1: It's, it's the a, ladder. Go ahead, Rebecca.
2: Yeah. It's so the OTAs have trained everyone to get to their website and say, okay, I need a property on this date, like and it get me there. And then and then I'm gonna book. And it's a very transactional experience. And then they spend hours and hours reading reviews. And so it feels fast. It feels like, oh, I got there. Got this list of properties, you know, that alling my criteria, and then you spend so much time reading reviews and then you kind of cross your fingers and hope you have a good experience. Mm-hmm. And then many times you don't. And so what we're doing is kind of flipping that on its head because what we know as insiders is that you're going to have a much 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 better experience if you actually start with that that brand and that person who runs that company. Because even if something goes wrong, they're gonna fix it, they're gonna make it amazing like any other top-tier brand. But instead of, you know, booking like through an OTA to find a property and having no idea who you're staying with, we're flipping that to say, here's who you're staying with. You know, that's our whole focus. And then once you're convinced, like yes, this is who I wanna stay with, then we guide you off our website onto their website to book direct, say, and now pick a property.
0: It really makes sense. It really makes sense because you are hitting that trust signal right at the beginning. Exactly.
1: As what we are building every single day, trust for sure. I mean, there's a, there's a group that we just interviewed a couple of weeks ago down in Mexico. I had never heard of the city before in my life. And I traveled all throughout Mexico. And then, you know, we go to the site, we go look at the properties. And I'm like, tell me more about the city. Tell me uh, why you live there. What do you like about it? Uh, And then, I mean, the properties are absolutely incredible. It's like it made me want to go stay there. And so it's like the way that we're building this, too, is like by introducing people to new locations and that we trust can deliver those experiences when showcasing them. And so, again, like trying to cut out this, you know, this trying to create a path of least resistance for the actual concern, all built on trust.
0: Right. So why not create your own listing site or OTA and have people book through you to go to these properties?
1: Because I still wear the vacation rental manager hat first and foremost every single day. I still have my vacation rental company. It's not for sale for any of your listeners. I don't need, to. I plan on staying here. And I am tired of ABCDEF listing site calling me and trying to give me the list of properties to pay a transactional fee back up to them. You know, there's a couple of sites that we work with now. Uh, I feel like there's a new site every single day that looked at the transactional revenue. I think from consumer standpoint, if the consumer actually knew that they're paying anywhere between five points to 15 points more for the exact same experience on a listing site, I think the consumer is going to get more educated in the future on that. And by I think I know, because that's what Rebecca and I's mission is, is to make sure that that consumer knows that booking direct is what it actually means. So we will, over my dead body, will never be a transactional <laughs> site. I, you know, I think it's the funny part was like, while looking for Rebecca, if I had a dollar for everybody who by all means had more brains than I, who said, hey, we got going to make this transactional, you got to make this transactional. Like. No, there's a different way to do it. We've figured that out and we don't need to make it transactional. So we will always as best as we possibly can send these people direct into those websites because then we think about the SEO value that we're creating as well by having all these phenomenal best in class platforms connected to us and us connected to them and we're partners with them. We're not competing against we're helping and so. Uh,
2: Yeah, once we do find them and we do find this company and we vet them, we vet the brand, then comes the step, because you're asking how it works, then comes the step of curating a selection within their selection. So we're not saying like every property you have is a good fit for the 100 collection. We're saying, tell us about the top 10 properties you have that would be the best of your best. And then we'll look through those to make sure those are a good fit for the 100 collection. Those get curated onto their site. So that when we send folks from our website to their website, they're just going to that page of here, our 100 collection. So even, and, you know, just kind of speaking to the transactional answer, like even if you get there and you find those, the odds of those having a date available that you want might not be in your favor, but you're on the website of a company that is fantastic. So they've got other properties. It's okay. You didn't get into like there are 10, you know, 100 collection properties, maybe find another. So the whole basis of making that transactional, you know, loses its value at that point. And besides the whole fact that the value we're bringing to the table is that, you know, we've done the homework, like we've done the legwork to go around and find these amazing brands and, and aggregate them into one place. With the Michelin star, there are tourism boards in every state that are so excited about Michelin star they're paying millions of dollars like just to have those folks come to that state and say go out into the state and find you know Michelin star restaurants here mm-hmm. you know because it is such a valuable thing to receive that recognition mm-hmm.
0: well i know i lived in brussels for a few years and it has i can't tell you right now how many michelin stars but it's a point of pride for them You know, and when Travis was asking, you know, when you've been to a Michelin star restaurant, can you remember the name? Right away, I went, nope. But I can remember sitting there. I can remember the service. And I remember it had a Michelin star, you know, so if I had to find it again, that would be the way to go and get it. So because an an
2: insider went ahead of you, right? Somebody who was on the inside, a professional, and, and, you know, wrote that up. And that's exactly what, what we're doing.
0: Yeah. It's that personal recommendation isn't it? With a seal of approval. So tell me what makes that property stand out? What is the criteria of that property? Because if say a property manager has 50 properties and only five are, are their best, what, is, what does that look like? So the most important
1: distinction is that the first thing is, is that we choose properties that best represent the destination. So for instance, if you are a beachfront vacation rental group or a vacation rental group, excuse me, with the beachfront properties and you're at a condo building and the condos overlook the ocean. We would look at those versus the condos that overlook the parking. But the properties that best represent the destination look very different. Like in Cape Cod, that's cottage country. And that's like born out of Norman Rockwell, right? Mm-hmm. Versus Telluride, Colorado versus Charleston, South Carolina. But I think often where, you know, we're trying, everybody's trying to define luxury and I'll tell you, the first thing that we are not is luxury. Often synonymous with luxury, um, you yeah, know, it's, it's by far properties that best at the destination, followed by hospitality and safety standards that are in place. place, followed by updates. And so, you know, in the hotel industry, you update upholstery every seven years to nine years. You know, same thing here. It's like we're looking for you know, fresh upholstery, smart TVs. And most importantly, the vacation rental manager's knowledge of what that portfolio looks like. You know, we all manage, you know, 50 properties or 200 or 300. And I would argue that the older the property is, more likely it needs to be updated. And that vacation rental manager doesn't want to drop that property from their portfolio. But we're simply just building a portfolio within their, their site that we're licensing to that Represents properties that are delivering 100 percent of that experience that you know that the guest is looking for.
0: Yeah, so not necessarily the most expensive properties to stay in, but the ones that provide best experience for the guest.
1: Exactly, and I mean to that point, you know, if your destination is perfect for couples, I mean, we want a condo that sleeps two people or four people, and if it, you know, you go up to twenty people, yeah, we'll take a great house. That sleeps twenty people as well, and so we're looking for a wide array within their portfolio as well to to best represent that guest.
0: Right. So if you're looking for the best of the best, you want that insider knowledge,
2: that stay with locals. Yes, I got it. Keep joking that like service is actually the new luxury because you know you could be at a really nice place, and if the service sucks, then. That is that is not luxury.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Very true. And that's probably bad service of what puts you off fastest, isn't it, from anything? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So how do people get, do you get, no, properties get nominated? Do property managers contact you? How are you physically finding these, these the, the best of the best?
1: So behind the scenes, there are a lot of great people that we are working with that have been a part of this industry for a long time. And so if somebody, for instance, goes to our website to join us as a vacation rental manager, the first thing we start doing is trying to audit them and figure out who they are and who knows what the thoughts are, what are they, how are they involved in their community? Are they respected in their community? We try to do our homework. And so thankfully, as far as large as this industry is, it really is still very, very small. And so I don't think it is as complicated uh, as it probably sounds, but we have a lot of great people that we are working A lot of people wearing some 100 collection hats that I'll push people forward.
0: Mm. Well, I know that once I spoke to you, someone came to my mind right away and I sent you their details because to, to me, they are doing what you were looking for. So you just never know where those nominations, if you will, come from. So we're talking about the property and we're talking about the guest experience and service. What is in it for the property manager? What, what do they get to promote? Do they get a, a, a badge physically? Is How does that work?
1: Rebecca?
2: So the property manager, like you mentioned before, it's that, that pride in getting that designation. But so they will get a page on their website that has that curated selection of the properties. And there's a gold seal of approval that goes in the lower right-hand corner. That's the 100 collection seal. There's also our logo on their homepage that says they're a proud member of 100 collection. Um, And then, of course, we refer to them as something called a doyen, which doyen means the most respected person, you know, in their field. So as we refer to these doyens, I was telling Travis like we need something for them like we've got the gold seal of approval for the property itself but we need some kind of recognition for the Doyen and that's when we uh, well that's when I came up with the pineapple so this gold pineapple you can't see the bottom but it's the fingerprint or thumbprint kind of symbol or sign that the squiggly lines that your thumbprint is
0: yeah Rebecca's got a gold pineapple on her t-shirt I'm just Yeah. And the pineapple
2: is a symbol of hospitality, isn't it? Right. Right. And so basically what we're saying is that you put your own personal imprint of your hospitality on your brand. That's great. Yeah. Like Travis, there is no replacing Travis in Charlottesville. There just isn't. Right. Like that is very personal.
0: Well, we're also. also Mm. So I was going to say, those are the people you're trying to find.
1: Absolutely. Every single time. And so the way, once we do find them and we onboard them and put them up onto our platform, we, one of the greatest things that we're doing is helping them with our acquisition. There's already vacation rental owners that are hidden our platform. And then to get vetted, they just go directly to the property manager and then the property manager decides if they want to work with them. Um, A, B, the second thing that we're trying to do is help protect and raise that average daily rate. Right now, imagine if the airlines had to rely on one platform for all of their business. The platform would dictate rate versus the airline. And that's what this is ultimately about. And so, you know, this question I ask all the time, if you had the option between the Fairfield Inn and the Ritz-Carlton, both at $300 a night in Miami, which one would you choose? I think the obvious answer. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And yes. at a 400 and 300, which one would you choose? And at a 500 and 300, which one would you choose? Mm-hmm. And at some point, price might break you. Yeah. However, we know factually that the gas is so desperate for a trusted day that they would be willing to pay a higher rate. And so the way that we're building it, has a huge SEO value and we're aggregating traffic with all these best in class platforms. And so it's hugely beneficial to the vacation rental manager because I'm taking a guest as an example that's spending $500 a night with me and now I'm introducing them to 50, then 60, then 70 other destinations that they can also trust. And so our whole intent is to help create trust for that guest and introduce them to all these great partners.
0: And how are guests finding you? How are guests finding the 100 collection?
1: So the companies that we were working with thus far are anywhere between three years old to 50 years old, and they all have their own platforms that have 10,000 to 50,000 visitors. per They have databases of their guests that they're willing to email out and introduce the 100 collection to. And so there's a lot of different things in regards to... uh, of how they're finding us, and that is ironically the least bit of the issue. Quite honestly, is that I've been doing this for you know, since 2010, and I'll go email my entire database and say, "Hey guys, there's now all these other great places that you can go trust." And I'm willing to do that because I know that you know the average person might stay with me you know once a year, but they're also going to go to other vacation. And so it's a collaborative effort.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the words, you know, network, alliance, club, they all apply, don't they? Absolutely. Right. No, not every property, not every manager can be a part of the Hudder Collection. That's just the way it is. But I wondered if you, if each of you have some some tips or ideas of how people can put these practices into their own companies of being the best of their destination.
1: So, one of the number one complaints in our industry right now is not getting support when they need it. Even some of the largest companies within the space. I, as an example, was just recently in Nashville and we stayed at one of those large company properties and we were locked out. The codes didn't work. And we sat out in the cold for an hour and a half and couldn't get in. And we were texting and calling, just trying to get in so that we could get to where we needed it to be. Now, The average guest would probably have said, I'm not staying at a vacation rental anymore. Having 24-7 support is not an option. It's mandatory. Nobody wants to get locked out at 4 o'clock or 2 o'clock in the morning. Hospitality standards, simply making sure that you have mattress covers on the the bed, you're changing your new days, you have more than two pillows on a king-size bed, that you have safety standards. I mean, one of the things that's happened in our industry a lot, you're seeing it more and more, are in the u s you know over the last summer, you know, on illegal property, didn't have smoke detectors in the veteran. I mean that just mm. you know that's it's not even one oh one it's just like some some basic needs and so i I would think that if you don't if you question your professionalism, there's a lot of different places that you can go you know there's a guy in our industry, Justin Ord, who helps individual hosts or professional management companies inspect and 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 know what they're doing, you know, is right. You know, there are things that I've been blown away by, where you know, he, you know, is talking about bunk beds that aren't, you know, properly approved and mm-hmm. that creates, you know, risk. And as a lot of folks know, you know, within this industry, there are insurance risk, liability risk now. So, I think if you question if you have those standards, I, I would go look for resources to, to, to find those standards.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So safety and support. Now, Rebecca, what about you? Do you have any sort of advice for those who are wanting to go on the road to
2: being the best of the best? Sure. So, one thing I've noticed is that those who are setting the gold standard have a level of connection with the guests as well. So, everything from knowing their first name and using it in the communication to knowing if they have allergies and providing gift baskets accordingly like Travis said that 24/7 support personalizing the stay but going a bit further you know to the the photos of the place like making sure the expectations align with what they're actually going to get when they get there we've got to invest in professional photography it's that's a no again that's a non-negotiable thing for our partners as well providing adequate detail about the property and things like that so yeah, the, the branding and marketing has to align with the expectation. But again, that that all flows into how I guess end up having a fantastic stay and, and writing great reviews. So... Well, thanks for that. So, you know, the name of the podcast
0: is Direct Booking Success. And I'd love to hear what Direct Booking Success means to you. Maybe start with Travis.
1: Oh, wow. This is such a great one. See, when you get to a healthy ratio of about 80% of your guests are booking direct, 20% of them coming from OTAs is a really, really good rule. When people are speaking and recognize your brand and recommending your brand, your local brand, I think is huge. I think when ultimately, at, you know, we're in the 100 collection hat, when we see all of our partners have an ADR that's higher than OTAs, that's probably going to be what I'm screaming from the top of the mountain, jumping up and down. I'd say that in short. Rebecca.
2: Yeah, I think it's when you get to a point where you're really only using OTAs or, or other sites for lead acquisition, if at all, you know, depending on your, on your market. So primarily direct bookings because they remember your name, because you've maintained that relationship with them year round, you know, regardless of, of how often they stay with you.
1: Great. I'm going to try to take that answer one step further.
0: Yes, definitely. So, you know, a lot of
1: people, I've talked a little bit about this, but a lot of people forget the days when in 2010, 11, when all the hotels and airlines were freaking out because they were losing their market share to OTAs and the OTAs were raising the fees. Does that sound familiar? Mm And so, you know, six hotels, six large hotel groups got together and formed a company called Roomkey, which was their own OTA. And the whole intent of that was to lower the management fee. Excuse me, lower the the OTA. And I would just say that ultimately, if there's a a couple of OTAs and we can get to reduce their fees, that might be a a additional success as well. Mm -hmm. Putting the power back into our hands would be, would be huge. And the true ultimate goal, not just the ADR, but seeing that power shift and having OTAs be partners, I think. You know, I was recently at a conference in Vegas within our space and I was with two of the larger OTAs in the US and there was a lot of frustration in that room and it was because they were not being good partners and you know, it's, this needs to be a mutually beneficial relationship. And so I think there were a lot of DRMs that do not feel heard and uh, if if we can help fix that, I'd, I'd be very excited for our answer.
0: Well, who knows? Maybe after the 100 collection, because you've done what? You started with, you've got the properties, you've got the vineyard, you've got, is it the, the tours?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now the 100 collection. Maybe the next thing is it'll be a, 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 an OTA.
1: <laughs> oh, no, never. <laughs> uh-uh. Nah, we will not be. Sure. I just
0: had to float the idea
1: there. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Uh-huh.
0: Travis's OTA. You know? Yeah. No, not going to happen. Anyway, thank you both so much for coming on today. Where can listeners come and find out more about the 100 Collection?
1: Um, they can visit the 100collection.com. They can visit the com and go down the rabbit hole of the 100 Collection or Hodak Cooper, Blue Water Vacation Homes, Blue Ridge, Calvin Reynolds. I mean, Tom Goodwin's Fountain Laurels from LA. Hopefully you can just about Google you know any destination in the U.S. here in the near future and you'll find one of our partners and be able to go down that rabbit hole.
0: Great. Well, I'll put some of those links in the show notes and it has been lovely to speak to both of you. Thank you for coming today. Thank,
1: thank you so much for having us.
0: A huge thank you to Rebecca and Travis for coming on the Direct Booking Success podcast today. I have really enjoyed our conversation. If you are looking to find out more about the 100 Collection, head to the show notes. I'll put all the links there at directbookingsuccess.com podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to the Direct Booking Success podcast. For more information about this episode and others, head to the website, directbookingsuccess.com podcast. See you next time.